You're listening to Youth Ministry Maverick, a podcast about mold-breaking methods to invest in the next generation of the church. Here's your host, Jeff Harding. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Jeff. Welcome back to Youth Ministry Maverick. You're listening to Episode 66, Claim Your Campus. Well, I think I can speak for most youth workers and youth pastors when we say that the best practical application we would love to see for our students is them living out their faith uh, outside of church, but especially on their school campus. And today's guest, Olivia Williamson, shares some amazing stories about what students are doing with prayer at their campuses right now. So, Let's hear from Olivia. Olivia, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast with me today. It's great to have you. Uh, If you could uh, give a brief introduction of yourself to our audience. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff. My name is Olivia Williamson, and I am the director of a national prayer movement called Claim Your Campus. Awesome. Awesome. And how long have you been with Claim Your Campus? I've been with Claim Your Campus since 2019. Started out doing a residency and wanting to do some national ministry work and started traveling, doing some mobilization work, and then moved into this director role just this past year in 2021. So very recent transition. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So for this episode, uh, we're talking about the organization you work for, the the movement that you're a part of, uh, Claim Your Campus. We're not talking about, you know, picket signs and planting come and take it flags. We're talking about prayer. Uh, and according to the website, uh, this started with eight high school students, um, which I love. I love things that start with people who might seem subtle or insignificant in the grand scheme and what it can turn into. Um, and they were praying weekly for their school for around 15 years ago, and now it's transformed into this. Uh, so Olivia, can you tell us why you got involved with Claim Your Campus and what really excites you about what they do? There are, there are so many answers to that question. I got involved with Claim Your Campus because God was really moving through the ministry and we were seeing this vision to reach every middle and high school in America, um, just coming up in conversation. And that is the vision and the mission of Claim Your Campus is that we would see every middle and high school with a weekly prayer group, whether that be a CYC group or an already existing club or group that adds prayer to their meeting. Like we, we want to see that happen. And so when I, um, when I knew that that was the goal and that was the vision, it was something I could get behind. I was also a part of claim your campus when I was in middle and high school, Okay, it really challenged me in my faith. And so we saw amazing things happen. Middle school was a real, you know, I was terrified in middle school to do this, but we (laughs) did it. And it was awesome. Wasn't super uh, strong in my faith then. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anyone is not terrified in in middle school. So. Exactly, we're we're terrified in general in middle yeah. school. Yeah, but uh, learned a lot. Learned a lot about leadership and about prayer in that time. And then high school saw some amazing things happen. Just in the hallways, we met outside of our cafeteria. We sat in a circle, and people often joined us, and hmm. we grew. We started small, but we grew and just saw God change the atmosphere and the culture of our high school. And so I believe in it because I've seen it in my own life, but I've also seen how it's changed other schools and other students as well. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's a, um, 
a grassroots thing and that you were really involved with it. So you could speak to the influence and, and importance of it, not just joining on and trying to learn the importance of it while working it. That's awesome. Um, how involved were you all with See You at the Pole? Were you guys ever involved with that at all? And did it look different since you had kind of more of a concentrated group? So See You at the Pole is a big partner of ours. We love okay, See good. You at the Pole. Yeah. So we kind of walk hand in hand together and we really push that day, um, that that Wednesday of September, because mm-hmm. that's a huge launch day for us. Like students look around the circle and they see students who pray, you know, and yeah. so what a great place to recruit for a prayer group. And so uh, we love see you at the poll. We help them do their live stream. Uh, we just started doing that since 2020 doing a national live stream. I mean, worldwide really. And um, people can tune in if they're at home or um, if they're at their school and they, you know, want a prayer guide, we lead them through that time. So we've, we've loved what happens there. Cause we know that, through see you at the poll, we can see a moment turn into a movement. And that's our yeah. heart is that we would see a movement happen because of prayer. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. The uh, conference I was telling you about off air, one of the people I was with was Rick Eubanks, who helped found see you at the poll. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I love Rick. He's, he's, he's awesome. great. He's, he's so great. great. He's one of those mm-hmm. guys where anyone walks by is like, hey, like he just knows everybody. He knows everybody. He yeah, does. He's awesome. He does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember doing that uh in in middle school was the first time that i did that um and yeah i was freaked out of my mind uh and i did it in high school a few times uh but yeah i love that you and that group you know it kind of takes to see with the pole mentality the other you know how many other 180 other days of, of the school year uh that's that's something that you know every youth pastor every youth worker wants to see translated to their students you know they try and when they go to a winter retreat or go to summer camp and they as part of the coming down off the mountain experience they want to see that translated to their daily lives and routine and the biggest part of that is school and so often those don't really translate you'll have like a few who are really concentrated and and, and dedicated to it but yeah, I love that you get to be in that space and get to see so much of what, you know, youth pastors and youth workers really are trying to pour in to these students. Um, yeah. And and the way that you guys pray, um, you're strategic about it, which is awesome. You know, yeah. Jesus gave his disciples and gave us a formula for how to pray. And um, it looks like from your experience and things that you recognize happening in the world, CYC has developed this strategy. Um, so Olivia, can you give us a little bit of background or insight on why, maybe from talking to other leaders or as being a part of it, why you think these four uh, key points of grace, peace, justice, mercy, why did CYC land on those, do you think? Um, and uh, you know, what have you seen from personal stories of students that tie to those? So these strategies came about converse- from conversations where Um, our ministry looked at what schools across the nation were praying for. And I wasn't a part of those decisions because, like I said, I was participating in high school back then. And so I was a student. But I know that these strategies really matter because of the focuses within them. So grace is praying for believers. And it's praying that believers in our school would share their faith, um, praying that they would have unity, praying that Uh, they would 
be joining these groups and be the light on their campus. And so we think that's really important because we know even if even if it's hard to find them, we know that students can find other believers in their school. And um, there might just be one other believer, but we, we really believe that there is a believer in every campus that can make an impact. And so we, we want to pray for that. Peace is praying for relationships between people. We know that's a huge issue. Um, we pray for, I mean, really big things like bullying and racism and gossip and anything that would go on between people in our schools. We really think that matters. And we mm-hmm. know a lot of students would say bullying is a huge issue at their school, yeah. whether it be online or in person. And so we know that peace is a huge thing to pray for. I mean, this past year, um, just everything going on with racial justice and really bringing that to light and talking about it, like we need to pray about it too. Absolutely. And so we want that peace um, in our schools. And so we think that's really important. And then um, justice is praying for the environment. So what's happening in our school? Um, we want a healthy environment in our school. We want protection over our school. Mm-hmm. We we were so heartbroken before COVID hit. All we were hearing was school shootings. That's all that was talked about in the news, in articles. I mean, when you look back to that time, we just kept hearing that over and over and over. And we said we we want that no more. Like we want protection and justice for our schools and for our kids. Like we want them to have a good environment. And so that's what we pray for for justice. And then mercy is praying for freedom. So we know a lot of students are struggling with addictions, uh, with abuse, with depression. Um, Mm. So we we pray for freedom for students. And with all of that, our heart is that students would also be praying for the lost, um, knowing that they would, you know, understand Jesus needs to be in the picture for these things to change and for that to happen. And so we bring all those strategies together on our app and we walk through devotionals and we consistently point people to Jesus through devotionals, through scripture, inviting them to pray for these things and asking Jesus to step in and to change their schools. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, it's such, those four issues are such big, relevant umbrellas where so many things fit under that. And, you know, especially with how, bullying and social interaction in general has changed and gotten more complex with online stuff and social media stuff. Um, Yeah, it's really important to have specific points. As you mentioned, there's five specific points under each of those headings. And then even probably among those points, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do. And so there's no shortage of specific things that these groups can pray for. And to know that in general, all these groups are really praying toward the same direction of having Christ enter those those spaces, the lives of people who are walking by them at school, hopefully their friends that they've established a relationship with. Um, yeah, I, I love the approach. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the best things that I've come across as far as a practical translation from what youth workers and people in the church hope for to the daily living out of your faith and having something that as much as it's preached about or talked about in church, I feel like prayer because of how ethereal and abstract it can feel. It's still the, one of the most misunderstood and underrated parts of our daily interaction in, in, in faith. Um, yeah. And so yep. I'm glad that you, uh, you have that. So 
being in it as a student yourself, and then also now being on staff and really helping lead and facilitate uh, this movement, um, can you share one or two stories that you've heard from students, maybe at a big conference or gathering, maybe you've heard from one of your leaders who's on campus, what are some stories where that prayer and God's faithfulness because of the prayer is really making an impact in, on those campuses? For me personally, I'll just share a cool story I always love to talk about. When I was in high school, our group wanted to grow. We really wanted people just to feel like they could join in, they could come pray with us. But we also just wanted to see believers activated in their faith and sharing their faith and being bold. Because uh, a lot of people went to church in my high school, but not a lot of people lived it out mm. when they went to school. And so we really wanted to see revival and awakening in our school. So that's what we were praying for was that we could see that. And I just remember um, we'd always leave a spot open in our circle so that anyone could come in and join us late if we were praying. And this girl I'd never seen before ever. And she had like bright pink hair or something like she had dyed hair and like you couldn't miss her if you saw her coming towards you. But I never met her before. I'd never seen her before. And she sat down and we were praying. She just starts talking to us. And she's like, hey, you guys, I don't want to be here. I don't want to go home. I hate school. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do with my life. And we actually had an opportunity. God brought us an opportunity to share our faith with her, to share Jesus with her and to pray with her. And through that, like we just saw more gospel conversations happening in our hallways. Like I actually was able to tell people about Jesus. And so are my friends in this group. And, and people would come up to me and be like, Hey, like I gave my life to Christ last night. Like I was just having these conversations in my hallways because we were praying for it. Like I actually saw that happen personally. And I, I could tell you so many different stories. I saw one school, they were praying during this transition back into school after taking a year off in 2020. Um, this, this one guy that we were connected with, he was a senior and he just, he felt like their school was so disconnected that they, they weren't meeting together. Like their FCA group wasn't able to meet together because people had to go to school on different days. Um, they split the class in half and then some people went Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursday, Friday, whatever. And he was like, I just feel like people are not connecting in our school and it's hurting us and it's bringing us down and we're not unified. And, and there's just a lot going on in my student body. And, and I just want to see us come back together. So he just started praying that they would see more unity and come back together. And literally like two weeks later, they just announced randomly like, Hey, we're going to go back everyone in person every single day. And there was like no rhyme or reason. There was like, we're just going to go back and it's time. We're just going to do wow. it. And, and it was really abrupt and it was really quick. And he was like, well, like I prayed that God would bring us back together. And he literally did like, we literally have classes together now and our FCA group's able to meet again. And they have so many people showing up to this group. And so that was amazing. Um, and, and we, we had a really amazing experience in Indiana with a group of sophomores that started a prayer group. And this video is online. I would encourage anyone to watch this. It's called the Marion high school story. And if you look up, claim your campus, claim your campus on YouTube, you'll find it. Um, but these four sophomores, felt this call to pray. They heard the vision. They got behind it. They felt this call and started meeting and praying for three specific things. Uh, one of them was praying for violence because they were seeing a lot of fights happening in their school every single day, multiple fights happening. 
they were also praying for academic excellence. That's one of our topics because their their school is rated an F school in mm. the state of Indiana. And so, I mean, they were struggling with test scores and, and scholarships, all that. And then the third was more bold Christ followers that people would be sharing their faith and have opportunities to do so. And when they started praying, they started in their library. And one day, one of the students, his name was Monte. He was like, hey, we need to move outside of the library. We need to be in the hallway. So they went by the front of the school where people could walk by and see them. And their group started growing a little bit. And people started noticing that they were praying, noticed what they were doing. And after a few months, one of the girls, her name's Zoe, she like stops the group and she was like, hey, you guys, we haven't seen a fight in forever. When's the last time you've seen a fight? And they all couldn't remember. They'd seen like one fight since they started praying, it felt like. And they, and they were like amazed. They're like, we have not seen fighting happen. We used to see it every single day. This is crazy. Wow. And so they just kept praying and, and sharing that story with people. And after some time at that end of the year, uh, Amante shared this with me. It was so exciting that their school went from an F-rated school to an A school in their testing. And the very next year, they were needed, They were rated number one school for college readiness. That's a lot of words to say. <laughs> number one school ready for college, like basically. Wow. In the whole state of Indiana, like over the most, you know, wealthy populated yeah. schools like this school was like number one in the state of indiana and they were Unreal. so proud so excited about it it was just like crazy what was happening and they couldn't no one knew what was going on so their principal pulled them aside and asked amante he was like hey what's going on like you guys are praying and stuff's happening and i want to show you like what's going on in our school like this is happening in our academics fighting has stopped like what's going on and Amante had a chance to share his faith. And so he shared Jesus with his principal and invited him to church. And his principal came to church, brought his whole family, and they all got baptized. Wow. And then the principal brought his brother to church and his brother's whole family, and they all got baptized. And and it was just like this acts story, it felt like, you know, mm -hmm. just like mm -hmm. multiplication. But it was an answer to what they were even praying for because Amante had a chance to be a bold Christ follower, to share his faith and, and to, to give credit where credit was due for their prayer, mm -hmm. saying God answered what we're praying for. And in the principal goes, he's on the video. He recorded it. He like he made a statement for us and he said prayer changed change our school. And um, and so that, that video is very powerful, very impactful because. It's real what happens when we pray. And when students catch that, like we see, we see revival, we see amazing things happen on the school campus. Yeah. Wow. Those stories are incredible. It fires me up. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, wow. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, we, we definitely want to ask, uh, you know, how people um, who have, you know, students who want to get involved with CYC, how they can do it. But one thing while you're talking about, um, seeing things in schools that were troubling and then students specifically praying for those things. This is a, a one-off that might seem random, but I do think it's kind of tied, especially to modern things that are happening with how quick trends happen with social media, namely TikTok. And so mm -hmm. uh, we have, you know, several teachers in our schools who their prayer requests um, 
for the for, for for this semester really and other people I've heard of you know I guess there are several TikTok trends happening now that call for like destruction and damage and and do and doing things at school specifically um, like tearing up and breaking the bathrooms at school or taking the teacher's phone or doing whatever um, recently with those things going on uh, has had the students from CYC noticed those things, been praying for those things and how they interacted with maybe some of these trends that are popular, but also destructive at their school? I definitely feel like we have a whole new wave of issues to pray for because that is just something you never would have expected right? to be happening in a school. Like people literally yeah. stealing sinks and hand dryers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how in the world do you do that? And they just put it in their backpack and they walk out of school. And So bizarre. And I know um, that I think that's just one of the issues. I think there's so many things going on in our schools that that feels so small to our students. Honestly, like I'm talking about like I there's a, there's a school I'm, I'm connected to here where I live. And, and one of one of the girls I know who went there. Um, guys would just walk into their bathroom and not get in trouble. And they would just like mess with girls, like, you know, bully them, like do stuff like weird. Like I'm talking about, there are so many issues in our schools that it's like, I think students see stuff like that. And it's just one of the many, Mm. honestly, it's just one, it's one more thing that's messed up about our schools. And, uh, and so I think, Yes, students are praying for that. Students are just praying for hope in their schools and they're praying that God would meet people there. And I think they're really praying for boldness and courage to speak up and to be a light because it's a hard place to be a light. There's a lot of crap going on. And, And that is like a silly trend that's going on. But it's like, you just never would have thought that would have been another issue to consider and to think about, but it is destructive and it is not honoring people and, and it's stealing things and it's, it's just crazy, but that's why prayer really matters. We have to invite God in and, and students see that students are just inviting God into the mess and asking him to deal with it. Cause there's so much going on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there, there certainly is. And, um, yeah, I, I'm 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 right with you. I'm so I continue to be surprised, which surprises me because there's so many things that change so quickly, and you think, oh, it can't get any more bizarre or more odd, but just like the increasingly exponentially growing slide and and an uptick of what social media does in our society, how we're responding uh, to it, and all that. There's yeah, being constant mm-hmm. and having stability in your school is something that, along with uh, just being in person, we took for granted. I think, and now mm-hmm. we're seeing, now we're reaping the uh, benefits of everything that's happened. Not really benefits, but uh, you know, we're experiencing that, and our students are on the front line of a lot of that stuff. I mean, yeah, you don't if you have that kind of stuff in in workplaces. There's things you can do if you don't have school administrators uh taking guys aside who just stroll into the girls bathroom and do whatever that that's a level of terror that i didn't even experience in middle school so that uh Mm -hmm. yeah wow but 
uh, I'm really glad that people like you and groups like CYC have students who are committed, who are dedicated, who are gospel-centered, who are Christ-centered, who are purposefully and intentionally seeing what's going on, inviting community, inviting prayer, inviting the spirit to move. And um, yeah, very much needed, <laughs> very much needed. Um, well, this has been great. Thank you, Livy, for coming on. So uh, in, in wrapping up, tell us for people who are watching or listening, how can their students find or found a CYC group on their campus? What's their first step in engaging with CYC? Students can start a prayer group in three easy steps, or if they already have a group happening, like I said, just add prayer to the picture. So one, download the Campus Prayer app. It's called Campus Prayer. It's a little yellow icon with a school on it. It gives prayer devotionals, stories from students all over the country, helps you create a group to communicate times and places that you meet. So anyone who can download the app, they can see where you meet at your school. So get that app. That's step number one, campus prayer. It's free. Step number two, get two friends. It can start with two people. Uh, You can definitely invite more, but we recommend praying and asking God to lead you to two people that can pray with you. And three is really simple. Start praying for change. That's really as simple as it is. Download the app, get two friends, pray for change. And we recommend that students get together weekly and they don't necessarily just just to say this, they don't necessarily have to uh, start a club through their school to do this. Prayer is freedom of speech and so, and, and religion, all of that stuff. And so students have the right to gather together and to pray. And so we see this more as a movement, as a move of God, students organically getting together and just meeting once a week and praying, um, not necessarily having to go through the school administration because you might get a lot of trouble that way. Um, and it's, schools don't want it to happen normally. And we, we totally get that, but we know that students can just get together and just say like, Hey, let's just pray for our school today. And so that's, that's as simple as it is. Those three easy steps, find a place, find a time before school, after school, or during lunch, even whenever you're able to meet and, and just pray together, take 15 minutes a week and pray for change. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love it. How can uh, people connect with you if they want to follow you and, and what you're doing online? Yeah, please go to claimyourcampus.com. There's a lot of information there, a lot of great resources. It talks about our prayer strategies, uh, talks about ways that you can partner with us um, financially, prayerfully. Uh, if you want to see events that are coming up with us, there's so many ways to get connected. So check out claimyourcampus.com. Awesome. Awesome. So in the show notes and the YouTube video description, I'll put the link to your website. I'll also put the link to download the app. And I'm going to go find the YouTube link of that video with the sophomores that you were talking about. So I'll make sure that's all below so they can follow um, what's going on and hopefully have students join, claim your campus, or maybe even start a group on their campus. Olivia, yeah. thank you so much. Uh, my prayer for you and Claim my and claim your campus is that you guys continue being bold. Thank you for leading out in that and inspiring students with your own story and experience and giving them stories of God's faithfulness. And thank you for helping students lead on the front lines with their faith. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jeff. It was an honor to be here. And I'm praying for anyone that hears this, that they would have a burden and a heart to pray for schools because we need it. So thanks for letting me share. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That concludes today's episode. Thanks again to Livia for joining me. 
All of the links that we talked about at the end of our discussion are in the show notes and the YouTube video description. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. And if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel yet, please go check that out and subscribe there as well. We have all of our episodes on YouTube starting this season. Also, every Friday, only on YouTube, we have a special five-minute segment called The Fantastic Friday Five. So go and check that out this Friday. On our website, youthministrymaverick.com, you can find all of our episodes, a complete list of our guests and their bios, a list of organizations to help you in your own ministry, some articles I've published, a store to support the podcast, and more. So go check that out. You can also find all of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We appreciate ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts so we can be more seen. And if you leave us a review, not just a rating, but a review, take a screenshot of it and send it to me, and I will send you a personal thank you card with some merchandise you can't buy on the website. That's all for now. Hope to see you on YouTube this Friday. But until next time, thanks for listening. Adios.